0: I'm Maddie. I'm Ryan. (laughs) I'm unable to control my laughter. (laughs) (laughs)
1: That's Todd! It's the three of us, and we watched most of the Marvel anime, and this is the Mutant Ages, a show where we review every adaptation of the X-Men. And talk
0: about how gay they are.
1: We do talk about how gay all of them are, because that's something we've discovered over the course of reviewing every adaptation of the X-Men, is that all of them are also really gay. Um, But yeah, that's our show
2: with me
0: We already knew that. We didn't need this show to (laughs) comprehend that.
1: I think this show's helped that though like at least well, for I mean, me right
0: while we're deep diving what, what this show has actually done is it helped Maddie and I work through our own traumas around being that's queer. actually
1: also true <laughs> <laughs> so, Well, so so how do we want to organize this because I have some general thoughts I wrote
0: down questions like I already did oh
1: okay great great alright like I always do that's what I was hoping you would do so normally Ryan on a wrap up episode Ryan makes a, list. makes a list of questions and we get to answer Katie
0: them Katie goes stop making lists it pisses me off and i make more lists (laughs) yeah (laughs) but she's not here what is happening right now
2: how
1: about how about we each share some sort of big picture thoughts before we get to the questions because i have some and i want to hear from todd too just kind of like looking back now in 2023 on just the idea of these 2011 anime existing and my my preliminary thought is that i feel like something like this wouldn't happen now, but I, I don't feel like I know why that is. This feels very much of its time in terms of like Adult Swim airing more anime and kids channels kind of suddenly airing anime. Like it was very much like the Japanese global expansion era in the 2000s and 2010s. And I know from our limited research of these animes that this this series of horror shows was made actually preliminarily to appeal to Japanese viewers. And what I haven't been able to find is whether that worked or not.
2: But I'm guessing
1: all I can find is that it it these these shows were pretty popular and successful with American viewers like they aired on TV here on G4.
0: They did G4. They did air. They did it. Yeah. We
1: talked about G4 in the Slack. We did. Ryan. I already and, forgot and about it. And Ryan was like, g is not a real channel. And I was like, yes, it is. <laughs> like, Jesus.
3: It had really good stop motion commercials for Star Trek where Spock... <laughs> showed his apartment like it was on cribs yeah i it sounds like i'm kidding i'm not and those commercials were fucking incredible yeah
1: they had like little comedy things like that and also dumb television shows like attack of the show and stuff. all right
0: well okay to be fair i haven't had cable since like 2007 or whatever i've never had
1: cable at any point. Actually, no i
0: sorry 2009 when we cut it out and started getting netflix you the cut the, the dvds and then once when they started streaming i was like yeah i'm done
1: yeah. And cable. so by 2011, we were not watching anything on cable, but no other people were. And I think these shows were pretty successful of American audiences. I don't know that Japanese audiences super cared about them. I've also looked into whether there's Japanese translations of X-Men comics, and they're pretty limited in terms of what's actually been translated and released there. So it's not to say there aren't certainly Japanese readers of Marvel comics and Whatever. That's not what I'm trying to say. But clearly this was an initiative that wasn't like a wild success. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? So that's too bad because I really like the concept, even though we didn't like the Wolverine anime. I still like the idea. Of it.
0: Yeah. I will point out that there's those two other animes that came out later that I think were more successful than these shows. The movies? No. I'm talking about Avengers. There's an Avengers anime that's two very long seasons, and then there is Disc Wars. Yeah. Yeah. Yes.
1: Which we might watch a little bit of Disc Wars because there's a couple apps that have X Men on them.
0: Yeah. Same with Avengers. And Disc Wars
1: looks fucking hilarious, by the way. Honestly,
0: I... like, I'm going to go ahead and say I think Disc Wars probably did it right in terms of translating this stuff into animes because it is very Pokemon Yu-Gi-Oh. and very silly
1: and like right which is like and- a
0: very popular format is the we are capturing monsters or we're like throwing a deck of cards and they come mm-hmm. to life situation uh, yep. What was that? There was like a Mega Man show that was also like that.
1: I mean, there's like fucking Digimon, Pokemon, Yu-Gi-Oh. I Card mean, people Sakura. people really
0: enjoy animes that yeah, they're like they really like animes that's about collecting things that can then fight in battle. And I, yep. we
3: can't even well, say yeah, because then the companies literally make toys, make the things and sell them. Yes,
1: but all, but I mean, also people like the shows, yeah. you know, like it works.
0: Right, and I think that it's a little bit more successful what than what American cartoons do because in the 80s we had like sort of really nailed that corner where we could have a cartoon and make toys that was the 80s cartoon model in the united states yeah right? it was
1: make the toys first yeah but
0: then we stopped doing it and so like and now it doesn't sell at all where i think japan and anime has a good system with selling their toys alongside i think i think making it interactive like that helps and that's probably why disc wars is probably a little bit more successful in that way
1: even though to our eyes it looks very silly to have like random Japanese teenagers collecting Magneto like he's a Pokemon like that's (laughs) incredible
0: actually I mean I would play that game Pokemon except you find random X-Men that have different I mean there's enough of them to do it with I know
1: I know that's why it's so funny I mean that's also like it's kind of the premise of Marble Snap (laughs) it's
3: literally called Marvel Snap Snap, (laughs) guys Ah! what I loved I think what I liked about the X-Men anime that I kind of wish the Wolverine anime had gone a, a little harder on that the x-men anime was not like suddenly it's japan it's like the x-men came to japan yep were clearly like foreigners like dumb fuck foreigners in wolverine's case like they
2: yes <laughs> they, yes
3: they really kind of like emphasize that logan doesn't know anything which is i actually love that mm-hmm.
1: for him i mean they kind of do that a version of that in every anime like the characters are american and they come to japan Right, But yes, I continue. The X-Men anime does it best. I agree.
3: But like they bring on in the X-Men anime, they bring on Hisako. Yeah. And it's like, and it's not like, I don't know. I don't know how to put this. Like the Wolverine anime felt kind of Orientalist to me. Mm -hmm. Right. Even though it was made by Japanese people. (laughs) I
1: know for Japanese viewers. And yet somehow it felt very stereotypical. Well, I mean, it's because they, it's all the
3: tropes. Like it's all the tropes. Yep. And the X Men anime kind of didn't necessarily do that.
1: I agree. Well, also shit like
3: Mariko's absolutely Christian wedding. Yes,
1: well, but that, <laughs> right. I, that I don't think happened in the version for Japanese viewers. I, I expect oh, that there I, were. I'm almost
3: certain it Shinto did. Shinto
1: pieces of dialogue there for the the priest to say, like that. That was purely for the dub, which was very funny to me. But I mean, I think that both animes have tropes for certain, but I think the ones that were used in the X-Men anime were tropes that are really fun. (laughs) Like the sort of Akira body horror stuff, the tentacles, like Uh, the, the squid at the beginning that that beast has. Like there are certain tropes of anime that were there that I think were really fun. And then in the Wolverine anime, the tropes were just, like the worst possible Goofy. ones like yeah. women characters not having anything to do which is a trope in american media as well but kikio <laughs>
3: walking without moving his lower body yeah. that was great <laughs> like that sort of thing
1: kikio in general <laughs> Kikyo yeah, just all was of
3: kikio really oh my god that would be hilarious now i just want that like laura dern song but it's all about kikio instead Wait, what's what oh, the song? What's the love geek? Oh. You guys don't? Yeah, okay. You remember that? I do know. The tribute to gay cinema? Yes. Laura Dern. Laura Dern! Laura Dern!
0: it's like a queer education here
1: Uh, so ryan do you have anything you want to add before we start up the questions
0: so i do think this is like an interesting concept like a lot Mm -hmm. Uh, that's a great statement ryan i need to drink more (laughs) coffee i think this is a great concept a
3: lot
1: this is a tv show (laughs) yeah and it was an anime
3: and i like the anime it was really fun (laughs) And I enjoyed watching it. I am 12 years old.
0: Thank you for listening to
1: podcast.
0: <laughs> I like turtles. All right, so... <laughs> oh, my God.
1: Turtles are really cute.
0: Especially when they're ninjas and teenagers. Anyway, um, so... Okay. I, I think this was a a fun idea and i have seen other animes that they that was created by the studio so i did watch that punisher black widow movie forever ago yeah there's a
1: punisher black widow movie by the same it's not very group. good oh it sounds <laughs> yeah. awful like i can't
3: two characters that I have no interest in seeing interact in any meaningful way with so ever. Don't not really
0: work together in the it, first place? I
1: don't... Yeah, it's called Avengers Confidential, and it's like two super goth characters. That sounds characters. Like a porn <laughs> site. Right?
3: I'm sorry. Avengers Confidential sounds like the porn version does, of that. It does, doesn't
1: it? It really does. Anyways, um, it has no X-Men in it, so we're off scot-free from having to watch it.
0: Yeah, but I have seen it and like as I said, they went on to create other stuff so i try to watch a little bit more of the iron man anime just to be sure that we didn't miss anything with wolverine no truly he walks out for like two seconds and says hey tony and that is his entire cameo yeah in that show (laughs) and that show gets really bad but uh, so i don't actually think it's a bad idea to turn these western stories into like eastern stories and see how they play out yeah
1: i think it's really cool Honestly, I
0: do too. And I think the comic books have done this a couple times in a way that's been a little bit more successful than this was. I would love to see them tackle it in the way the anime is made now. Because this, the thing with these shows is that it was in between like the original golden age of old anime that we all grew up with, that Mm -hmm. is like staples that really Dragon Ball. Right. And what is. The new wave of anime now, which is Treg and Stampede, and that that whole which, and I would love to see some of these shows in that animation style. But the way that anime is even being illustrated and animated at this point is completely different. The stories they tell are very different from how they were doing them. It
3: it all looks like Guilty Gear now, which is kind of wild to me. Like
0: that, I'm not against it because I do love Guilty Gear. So
3: no, I don't. I don't. It's not that I dislike it. It's just so weird that Arc System Works did that. Like they basically twisted Unreal Engine into, like, a pretzel. Like, they, they truly, like, yeah. the Unreal Engine people, the people who made it, looked at Guilty Gear Xrd, like, the first game where they did this whole 3D models, 2D sprites... Looking thing that they're doing right now, which is now like what like just Genshin Impact is, <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. and like and the Unreal Engine people said, "What the fuck did you do?" Like they themselves did not even understand what was going on. Amazing, yeah.
0: but yeah, I think it would be a very interesting thing to revisit now with the way that I, I mean, I, I think politics in Japan have changed a lot too, just like American politics have changed, especially in the past 15-20 years. So it's kind of like, what would this be like if you made it now? And also. what stories would we be telling like which characters would we be focusing on like i would love to see like a scarlet witch anime which i think was something that would happen now because the way the mcu didn't really exist we just had iron man that's the whole reason why this is happening is that there was like iron man Mm -hmm. and the avengers and so they wanted to do like their animes to like tie into that well
1: also it was the worst possible part of the MCU versus Fox era because it was like, yes. yeah. just as the Fox movies were getting really terrible, but the MCU had only just started. So it also didn't know right. what it was. So they were getting. like trying to
0: decide what they were so going to do.
1: That's why we have a Wolverine and an X-Men anime. And then we yeah. also have Iron Man. And then we have Blade, which like, The movie for Blade had come out years prior, but was certainly popular.
0: I feel like it would be really interesting to see what they would do now based on how the marketing is with Marvel because it's wildly different. And in fact, everything comes down to marketing at the at the end of it what the which direction right like which, go which characters oh,
1: yeah. they picked at the very least. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah
3: I mean that's that's why the whole that is why the whole thing happened with um, Marvel versus Capcom Infinite yep oh, yeah okay. which, I mean which are, is are like a complaint
1: on this show is Marvel versus Capcom yeah. Infinite is that why our show exists I don't know Yeah,
0: which we'll have to eventually play on this show and we'll be so mad about it anyway mm, do you have to though? do we no. do you No, <laughs> we can look at it from afar and say it's over there I mean i own
3: it i'm willing to stream it for like the five
0: minutes that i'll be able to put up with
3: it I think
1: all three of us own it
3: well okay it was like five dollars on psn routinely because capcom was like we would like to give this game to you and everyone's like i'll take it for five (laughs) dollars the
0: whole fan base of mvc is like huge and nobody liked it so they really fucked up there anyway so just before we wrap up on my thoughts i wanted to add in kind of like piggybacking off of what maddie said we're The thing that was really great about the X-Men anime is that it really jumped into what a lot of that old anime was like for us growing up with all the weird animation and monsters and body horror shit that it's just like very freaky and dark which they did in like every fucking anime back in the day they still do it now but like it was just part of the like
1: ghost in the shell like Kira, like that's what we're talking about with that
0: yeah right and it, it was really just influenced by that and it worked really well where the other animes just didn't have that but it was enough to maybe make me be like maybe i want to try watching anime again and it was successful because since then I've started watching Dragon Stampede. I watched two Chainsaw yeah, Man. Yeah, I mean, I
1: think you started with Chainsaw Man after that because it was just coming out as we were watching the X-Men anime.
0: Right, and I think it did accomplish what it set out to do, which is let's get Western audiences to watch more anime, even though they were already doing that. But, mm-hmm. like, you know what I mean? Like, I think that it would have gone well if all four animes had done what the X-Men anime did. Yeah, if
1: they had all been better. Uh, final thought,
0: yeah. if we're going to do the fucking Wolverine anime that, that we did, I wish it was just kind of like fully leaning into the Kill Bill thing and just let it be that because that would have been way more interesting to watch like by a long shot. Mm -hmm. But instead it's not. It just tries to do like the anime trope and then include some like Kill Bill elements. And I'm like, no, just go full Kill Bill if you're going to do it because then then it's campy on purpose. Yes. (laughs) You know what I mean? I wish it had been
1: campier and a little funnier, which we said in the episode that we did about the Blade anime, which is a little funnier. Like I loved seeing... Logan actually getting to tell some jokes there and bounce off of Blade. And that worked so much better. And to have that actual comedy there in the Wolverine anime would have saved that show.
3: Instead, it just didn't have anything. Yeah, I mean, I think the Wolverine anime would have been very much helped by any dialogue being interesting, um, ever. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Truly, every time someone opens their mouth on that show, I'm like, Just stop talking. I'm
1: falling asleep, is really what it is. I'm falling the fuck asleep. It's so boring.
0: So anyway, uh, I do have our usual questions when we wrap up on a show, and we just I decided to combine them since this is All technically in the same universe, and I'm kind of glad I did because, as it turns out, the Blade anime is just like a continuation of the Wolverine anime, and I
1: think even the Iron Man anime is too. Right, like that version of Logan is okay.
0: That version of Logan is on his way to Tokyo for episode one bizarre and he just happens to be passing through the stadium for some reason doesn't explain why because he literally says hey been a long time then leaves like I'm not even kidding that, that is literally no what happens
1: like, I don't even, it's
0: not even clear like there's a car flying at Tony and that little reporter and they're like oh no and then you, the Wolverine music cues up he slashes at it and Tony goes hey there and Logan goes hey Tony been a long time Tony goes what are you doing here Logan's it's like taking care of some business then it cuts away to a Tony flash and then when it comes back logan's gone from the show i'm not this is not i'm not exaggerating that is a beat for beat what happens it's two lines they don't even explain where he went he just is gone because a flashback came up and logan's like i only have time for my own flashbacks so like then he leaves you know like it's like i it was crazy he sees
1: tony going my memories and he's like I can't, I can't say for this. It was, ready, I was When that. we were playing
0: to do <laughs> the Iron Man anime, Maddie and I watched, we were watching it at the exact same time and we got halfway through and I was like, do we want to do this? Yeah,
1: like both of us were watching it and DMing each other throughout watching the same episode at the same time, which is actually really fun. That almost never happens, by the no, way. No, it doesn't.
0: Usually it's me watching it first and sending 65 messages to Maddie, which she just doesn't read because like, she doesn't want to spoiled. Because I don't spoiled. want to be spoiled. And so right, I
1: will just react to every single plot point. I'm like, okay, scroll, 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 scroll. And then I'll always go back and read them after I watch it, and they're always hilarious. Yeah, I know, but, but like in at this the time, rare incident, we were watching it at the exact same time, and about halfway through the episode, we both were like, we shouldn't cover this on the show because nothing is fucking happening in the Iron Man anime. Like we both decided that, and we went ahead. Well, and Well, where Boy I it.
0: left off on the Iron Man anime in like episode five, and they went to space for some reason, and that wasn't clear to me. I was just like, the, I, the characters on there are so boring. They have a reporter on there, and you know she's a reporter because she's got a scarf and wears sunglasses. It's like and she
1: tells you she's a reporter every fifteen seconds.
0: <laughs> like every single time she walks by someone, she's like, "Don't worry, this isn't an interview." And I was like. Um, they went to space so they could have a cameo from the Wolverine
3: anime's main character, <laughs> the Moon.
1: Yes. Okay. The Moon does appear a lot in the Blade anime as well. Just saying.
3: Well, I mean, it is. It's anime, just that right, it's a red it belongs, blood It belongs moon. in the Blade anime, yeah. though.
1: Like, I'm sorry, it's the blood if moon. An an, if you have, yeah, an, if you have anime an anime about, about vampires, vampires and, and vampire wolves too, they're in there. So you got to get the moon in there. The
0: moon needs to be there. I have my list of questions, and right. we're not. I'm not even going to ask this first one, which I would typically asked but we already know the answer for all three of us which was like which one was your favorite anime Mm -hmm. and it's not wolverine so it has to be the other one (laughs) i mean
1: sometimes we try to do favorite episode i'm guessing that happens eventually yeah Yeah,
0: okay so i'm gonna skip to the next one which is the one that i always love asking on this show which is it's a two-part question where it's like who was your favorite character between the two animes and then A character this is a little bit different because usually i'm like somebody who like surprised you from like you know x-men evolution or whatever instead it's like a character who is unique only to the anime that Mm. was your favorite so that you have your favorite character and then like your anime only is not in the marvel comics Mm -hmm. character
1: okay this is hard yeah uh so obviously i'm gonna narrow in on the x-men anime yeah i i think i'm gonna go with emma because obviously we all love Emma, but that doesn't necessarily mean that every presentation or adaptation of Emma is great. I mean, bless January Jones; she was trying, but like that's certainly not going to be my favorite part of that movie. It's a it's a pretty bad part of that movie, honestly. I mean,
0: also that movie is just bad.
1: It is bad, but she certainly doesn't help. I really liked the portrayal of Emma on the X Men anime. I I she doesn't have that same accent or sort of like affected uh, dialogue speech pattern that she has in Wolverine and the X-Men, which I, I do think that actress's performance is great. So I remember being kind of put off by that at first and being like, oh, she doesn't sound like Emma to me. But then almost immediately I put that aside and was like, but she is Emma in terms of how she acts, how she behaves the fact that she is this character who used to be corrupted by mastermind and cocaine and then has has grown into this different person and is trying to prove herself <laughs> to the X-Men. I love
3: the parenthetical mastermind parentheses and, and cocaine.
1: cocaine. <laughs> um, I mean, the show kind of depicts that in, in so many ways. Yeah. And I really liked her relationship with Cyclops. I just thought it all worked really well. And I loved all of her titty outfits as well. I thought they were fire. Uh, so I'm going to go with Emma. And then before I answer the next one, I'm going to go over to Todd. Todd, you can answer.
3: Okay. It's very early in the morning and I've had kind of a week. So this is our favorite character from all of these? Yes. yes.
1: Yes. All right.
3: Well, my my clear favorite is Emma.
1: You can pick Emma too. It's all I it's like fine. I like how everybody is.
3: Well, no, I really...
1: I, okay,
3: for all of the reasons that Maddie just said, I think my favorite probably is Emma. However, and also, like, I'm a huge Ailey Phyllis fan. Mm-hmm. She voices almost all of my favorite videos. Like... If a character is voiced by Ailey Hillis, Laura Bailey, or why oh, can't I remember the name of the third one?
1: Jennifer Hale, Hugh
3: Jackman. No, it's not <laughs> Jen Hale. Although I do love Jen Hale,
1: I love Jen Hale. If if a, a character is voiced by Jen Hale, I like them.
3: <laughs> <laughs> but I actually, I I just want to shout out Hisako. I actually really like Hisako. Mm-hmm. I appreciate that. She is willing to call Scott on his fucking yes. bullshit because Scott has a lot of bullshit he needs to get over on that show. Oh,
1: I'm, I'm surprised none of us said beast. Sorry, keep going, Todd. Oh, he's so good. Oh, no, I, <laughs> I honestly, it,
3: it's very difficult for me to find a character on the X-Men anime that I don't like.
1: I know they're great. I, I mean, I almost said Logan, too, because I really like the depiction of him on that show, too.
0: Yeah, he's definitely yeah. really interesting on that show. Mm-hmm. I think maybe I'm maybe a little sad for
3: Storm, who I wish got to be a badass a little more.
1: Mm-hmm. Although she's more, but of a badass she does there more than... on that
0: anime. But she does more than X Men Evolution
3: or the, the Wolverine yeah. the
0: anime. Oh my god, Wolverine we went the X-Men. through. We seriously went through a Wolverine the X Men X Men Evolution in multiple films where this major X Men character stood in the background with no lines and then like fainted. Sometimes it was. it it was infuriating so this show at least
3: and I appreciate that like the reason that she doesn't do more stuff on this show they at least have a narrative explanation for Mm -hmm. right that like this fucked up Takeo field or whatever the hell that they're in is like fucking with her powers yeah Yeah. and it's fucking with everyone it's not like in almost every other show or whatever it's just like I can't lift my arms I'm a woman right like (laughs) that's I mean she's still got to do shit like a little t-rex just like holding her arms and going oh my god I can't move why
0: (laughs) Todd we're gonna be doing these 2XL X-Men tapes that were like adventure tapes based off of the animated series in the 90s and like I went to go like preview it just to see if it worked and the first thing I clicked on was Gene going my psychic powers aren't working and I was like
2: (laughs) "I." like
0: oh my god remember i didn't i didn't pay my telepathy bill
2: this month <laughs> damn it
1: capitalism yeah
0: yeah <laughs> the ways take down the dark phoenix you have to you capitalism. have to put a quarter
1: in
3: you have to put a quarter in jean's slot can you
0: imagine going to like a theme park and they have like one of those little horse rides to put the coin in but it's like jean gray as the dark phoenix
1: and when you put the coin in she goes oh all phoenix mode and the rest of the time she's totally useless <laughs>
0: You put in a quarter,
3: she burns the theme park to the ground. That would be funny. That's what Hideki does. No, it looks. She just looks like Jean as normal. <laughs> but like after the fiftieth time you put in a coin, she's just like I'm hungry for a star, and she just burns everything. I think I think Dark
0: Phoenix would make an excellent roller coaster. How did
3: we? How did we get here? I feel like I'm responsible for this. No, solution, I think so I was because I
1: interrupted you and was like, why didn't we pick Beast? Anyways, you were talking about Hisako. <laughs> you were talking about armor.
3: I yeah, I really like Hisako. Hisako and I appreciate that she. I love Jubilee, but she didn't get Jubilee. Yeah, mm-hmm. I
1: was kind of concerned. Right, where she I was might just be. like,
3: "You stay here, Hisako, and hide behind the couch while we fight the bad guys." You know, it was like, Hisaka was like, fuck that! She, like, turns into her giant armor form and runs out and punches somebody. <laughs> and everyone Repeatedly. else is like, all right, she did that, whatever,
0: it's fine. There was, mm-hmm. like, a whole subplot of how she was Takeo's only yeah. parental person in that child's life. Yeah. Was her. Yeah. And she was also a child. Which is a fucked up thing. I also appreciate how, yeah, how Hisako's
3: backstory makes Yui Sasaki, who is already a bitch, like the bitchiest bitch that ever bitched. Oh my god. Dr. Sasaki. Oh, also, please forget the only friend you ever had.
1: (laughs) <laughs>
0: oh my god I love it
1: Ryan who's your favorite character
0: well before you decided to whine about it I was gonna pick Beast but you are like oh nobody
1: chose Beast and I was like
3: <laughs> well
0: we <laughs> haven't gotten <laughs> to you yet
3: I would not characterize Maddie's tone of voice as no that's wine. exactly
1: what I said I was like no <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Maddie and
3: I have Nobody known each loves other. Hank
1: and I'm not doing this podcast anymore. Maddie
0: and I have known each other for so long that we just like rail against each other.
1: It's all, everything is welcome. Everything's fine. It's it is. a
0: friendship where everyone shows their love all wrong. Yeah. Cool. I,
1: I think, I think, Maddie, I think, That's Maddie and I. The actual subheading for the Mutant Ages is the friendship where everyone shows
2: their love all wrong. Shows
0: their love all Listen, wrong. Maddie and I, I think we use the exact same tone when we're mocking each other, which is like the, maddie or she'll be like i'm
1: ryan and it's like <laughs> my mic doesn't okay. work i tired <laughs> i love
3: hearing you say it that way because that's your scott voice and so i love that when I think you're that's mad why we at do each it. other you just see the other person as scott that's actually really funny it is to me. really yeah.
0: funny but like also i think that is where it originated from because we were always mocking the scott <laughs> voice and now just it is like the voice we do <laughs> that is for, our <laughs>
1: mocking voice full stop yeah. like for anybody whining also for the record i feel like a
3: listener who's only listened to it a few episodes, especially their episodes with me on them, could be forgiven for thinking we secretly hate each other. We don't. <laughs> no, we don't.
1: I don't think anyone's ever said we're just a bunch of queer. It's not a secret. Yeah, we're just we're just <laughs> bitchy. That's a difference. Yes. It's said with that's love. Fine.
0: Yeah, exactly. So I was going to say Beast because I find Beast to be a fascinating character. Anyway, even when he's fucking evil, like which he is in Krakow at this point, mm-hmm. but I think that's always been part of his journey, which we've seen tidbits of on other animes and this is why i'm always like i don't understand the how could beast be this way i miss him reciting poetry and kicking people in the face when i'm like there was like an episode in the animated series that was about him hating himself and how he became the beast because he hates himself Yep. and even in what was it x-men evolution like when he becomes a beast he's fucking doing it again like this is his thing
3: oh god i remember your episode about that like where he can't he can't control it
0: anymore yeah. because
3: he's been he's been in the closet for so long he's
0: suppressing it yeah. i you know it's just like he's a fascinating character and so in this show it kind of visits it in a very different way because he's seen all this fucked up shit happen to all these other mutants which they're looking up to him being somebody who's like an open mutant and like can't hide it and he's just like going further down doctor sasaki's rabbit hole and being like what the fuck? Like, I mean, the the amount that he <laughs> is so exhausted and annoyed by Doctor Sasaki and truly everybody, because there's like a whole moment where somebody calls him and they're like, they're like Beast. Isn't it that Isn't that when Storm calls Beast? He's like Beast. Logan's like attacking people again, and he's just like, I'm so over everyone like it's just like you can kind of see like where i mean like it's the combination of self-hatred he has on himself but also like it's like well you can see how beast goes evil because like he is just like i give me a reason to give a shit anymore is kind of like his entire vibe of the x-men anime and i really enjoyed it like a lot like just how many times he was like sit down and shut the fuck fuck up i was like such a great vibe I for him that,
2: like
3: somewhere around like god episode there's 12 episodes i'm gonna say episode eight or nine yeah when they start when they show up and they start finding out that U. Sasaki is the most suspicious human being <laughs> who's ever lived right like and and like a thing that i loved about the x-men anime and we noticed it actually, in one of the episodes that I was on, we're like, Beast is actually running the show. But mm-hmm. yeah. like, he is just quietly in the background doing literally everything and being like, okay, Scott, you can pretend to be the leader. It's fine. I, I know it, it makes it's you exactly feel better. That's exactly what's happening. <laughs> yep, yep. But then somewhere around episode eight or nine, Beast, who's been like, I'm friendly, I'm smart... You know, I'm, I'm a cat, I'm but I wear glasses. I'm polite to everybody. I, yeah, I'm a cat with glasses. Isn't that funny, everyone? <laughs> He's
0: like, I'm a hot furry,
2: everyone. <laughs> okay, well,
0: yes.
3: But like somewhere on episode eight... He has been so nice yep. and so polite to everyone this entire, and then Yui Sasaki says one thing wrong, mm-hmm. and Beast fucking flips out. Yeah. He's, he's like, like, it's time
1: to stop actually, being nice bitch. and start getting real. <laughs> I love it. You have used it's up really all good. of
3: my patience. And he's just, he gets progressively harder on her for the rest of the show.
1: And yet you are always on his side, because if anything, yes. he could be even Because he's right. <laughs> and it's like, This oh is like my what God. I'm saying
0: is interesting in like comparison to the modern day comics, where he's like, full stop giving shit about everyone I'm like I think he's just reached that point and I yep. think this anime tells that really well and sort of understands and captures why Hank McCoy would eventually be like fuck everyone well they, they really play
3: up for Hank that like Hank is an ethical scientist mm-hmm. and Yui is an unethical scientist and that I think like really galls him yeah right he's just like science is super important to me and you are using it to fucking torture your son And you turned your lab assistants into scorpions. And they just quietly
1: (laughs) die over the course of this anime. And then
3: they die for no good reason. And also you were trying to like eliminate mutants oh my god
1: yeah and also her son dies i mean really every single mutant that dr sasaki everything she
0: touches goes to
3: shit quote
1: unquote health one thousand percent by the end of the anime which is shocking well
0: don't worry because xavier and her are gonna stay together now the world is fixed (laughs) god no i
3: actually shout out okay okay maybe like honorable mention favorite character to xavier who's like
0: pretty decent
1: on the anime yeah, he's kind of just a doddering old man on the, on the x-men anime it's like the most harmless xavier there has uh, ever been. it really been.
0: was very shocking to us because we kept thinking there was going to be a second shoe that would drop like a
1: twist of some kind never did yeah. my
3: my memory is that you had issues to work through with that right i like, did you, I you, was you was were like, resisting trusting xavier to the very last yeah because
0: like, they took like all of his bad qualities and combined them with moira mctaggart to create dr sasaki to create That's- yui
2: yeah <laughs>
1: That <laughs> is true. That is completely true. It is true. pretty
3: accurate, yeah. And
1: instead, Xavier kind of ends up being ineffectual, but in a way where you pity him and you have more compassion for him. And like when he tries to help Takeo. I mean that's like the only time I've ever been on Xavier's side is when he was like yeah. okay like he I'm was gonna willing, die with He was along willing him. to kill himself yeah. for
3: his kid. I know yeah. that a
1: kid that he didn't know existed until like five he minutes never prior. Yeah, and but knew. Yeah he we
3: came in the phone call it's just like you have a kid. And I know
1: I won't talk about it. Never by, call me like, again. That was such an insane <laughs> She's like phone
0: FYI call. this is your child. Lose the number. Don't Yo, ever call yeah. again. It's like and he, he, and, never call and me he's again. he's like <laughs> okay I guess I have to go all the
1: way to Japan or else I'm never gonna find out what the fuck is going on. Jesus. And
2: you're
0: like who like who is he? <laughs> it's like okay
1: I love the idea that that's
3: her voicemail
1: yeah just like you <laughs> appreciate <laughs> yeah 617 yeah, it's six <laughs> <laughs> yeah she has
3: I can't a, come to the phone right now she has a Boston area
1: code definitely it's 617 <laughs> for sure <laughs> amazing I like it even like
0: consider another area you can, whatever
1: <laughs> you can tell where we're from
0: what, what is your favorite character that is unique only to the anime there were so many there and it's are like so a, many there are some in the other enemies too like makoto is like another example of like mm-hmm. who's like this really cool character that like genuinely you really like this show you would love to see them in the Marvel comics. Honestly, yep. fucking Kikyo. I was going to
1: say Kikyo also, Todd. Like, I, that show's
0: terrible, but
3: Kikyo
1: is great. Kikyo
0: is
3: hot <laughs> as fuck. I
1: would love for Kikyo to be in the comics out of everyone, including Marsh, Rat, and Neuron, who I also thought were really cool for the record and would love to see them, even though they're all dead now. Whatever. It doesn't matter. Um, And even Takeo. I mean, Takeo and Yui Sasaki, I feel like I can't pick because they're based on actual characters who exist, and that's why yeah. they're not really necessary to port over. You know what?
0: I was thinking about that too. Although it
3: would be funny to have like Yui Sasaki and Moira MacTaggert in the same universe and would they would clearly hate funny. each other. Yeah. But oh, I yeah.
0: okay, but see, <laughs> I also like the idea that Dr. Y- <laughs> Yui Sasaki is just Moira McTiger reincarnated. That's that kind of how I see her. Yeah. Is that
1: she just somehow is Moira. I don't I know that doesn't make sense, but it that's doesn't. just how I see it anyways. Um but Kikyo is the legit answer where I'm like he's yeah. underserved Hot. by the anime he's in. He deserved more. And he could get more.
0: You cheer for him when he shows up.
1: You, we are so excited for him, but especially by the end of that fucking show where nothing ever happened.
0: This is why I'm trying to watch the Blade anime because there's more Kikyo in it. So he like shows up halfway through, and you get his backstory. There's like a whole origin episode dedicated mm-hmm. just to him. Just to yeah, get I'm
1: excited wow. to get to that. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, absolutely not on Ko and Min. I don't even understand why they were there.
3: <laughs> Every But, uh, like, a lot of the other characters already existed. Mm-hmm. Like Yukio
1: right. does and Mariko does and so on. Yeah.
0: Because, like, it's pretty much, like, these white casts coming in. And then the animes were like, we're going to add Japanese people to this because it's mm-hmm. just, like, a bunch yeah. of white people running around Japan so like i mean that it makes sense why there are all these unique characters and i love them i think Kiku is probably the best one too is probably my answer also, although... You know why I want Kiki in the comic books? Why? They would have to explain his fucking powers.
1: I know. They like, would you know they that's won't. how
3: com- that's how comic books operate, right? There would be an issue where he shows up and there's, like, what, a 15-page uh, no, backstory for the swords yeah, in his you're, hands. You're like, the swords
0: were, like, implanted by Abraham Lincoln when they went in t- time travel and revealed that he was also, <laughs> like, a robot created by aliens. That is the explanation a comic book would do. Yeah,
1: like I you know, know. what and I'm saying? would be like, the only thing that would make sense is that he's, like... Like also got some sort of black hole in his arm that makes the swords store there. The yes,
3: explanation doesn't have to be good. No. I just want to know what they're going to come up with.
0: Yeah. Yep. Well, anyway, I was trying to say that I, I'm also choosing Kiki, but I really love Marsh. I don't understand what his powers are. Why is he just come? <laughs> Why I'm like, he just I, come? I, I like, I okay. also shout out to, um, Oh my God. What's it? Mary Elizabeth McLenn, who like, Oh yeah. Is oh, doing we did his who voice? I, which is just crazy to me on a whole Man, other level. Nuts. I, I don't know I was obsessed with him Every single time he showed up On He's the perfect. X-Men anime Because I was I, like I love
2: that. Wh- who is
0: he Like he literally has the powers To turn into jizz And it is like The most wild Very anime thing That you, Like it's a very sexual power yeah, But
1: like the X-Men Were completely debilitated by it Like pretty every much time. every time Like there was no way around it somehow Who was he I, He like, was Gorilla Glue Like he just could debilitate I mean everyone. yeah Honestly
0: he was was glue although and i love that he like didn't really have a gender i i just thought it was like a really fascinating character although i'm with you guys Kikyo's the obvious Kikyo's answer like i would play the kikyo video game you know the dlc that's for <laughs> kikyo
1: yeah it should be the dlc in the wolverine video game or
0: like the spin-off shadow the hedgehog series but it's like kikyo okay
3: bayonetta game that's just
0: logan and kikyo is bayonetta and john yes. it. oh yeah and then they like yes. flirt a bunch and then at the end logan's like actually hey, i am straight i'm gonna have a baby now anyway um... <laughs> <laughs> all right so on the other end... if you're
3: if you're wondering if if all three of us feel betrayed by bayonetta 3 <laughs> the answer is yes
1: Although it's a lot funnier if it's Logan having a baby at the end. But well, he does have children.
3: It. He has a bunch of children.
1: <laughs> no, I'm saying if Logan somehow got pregnant, like that would oh. be great. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that would be like, oh, interesting. Okay. Logan has ovaries. Okay. Who knew?
3: Okay, fic writers.
0: Lo- Logan and Preg. This is your chance.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I feel like that's kind of the story
0: of Logan, though, because Laura was like his clone. Like they yeah. cloned Logan repeatedly. I mean, like that's just. Okay. Like. I don't know. I don't,
3: this is this is gonna sound. Maybe I shouldn't say this sentence, but I'm gonna emprag and cloning totally different things.
0: <laughs> <laughs> like
3: just,
2: just, just functionally
3: speaking, very different it situations. It is true. I think
1: what I think what Ryan is attempting to summarize poorly is the theory that since Laura is a clone of Logan. The suggestion is that Logan is a trans man, actually. Oh, yeah. Because Uh-oh. Laura is... Although,
0: I, who knows? I mean, comics can do whatever they want. Corsair yeah, was I, fucking pregnant I don't really, recently. I don't so, really like- think
1: that but it's just like a funny Tumblr post that goes around now and then it's just the idea that like oh why is Logan's clone a woman why is Logan's clone a cis woman yeah yeah Yeah. but also it is explained in the comics it's not fully a clone of Logan it's combined with the doctor's genes this female doctor but you
0: know know what it is it's like it's just an interesting idea anyway so now we're gonna spin around to the other side and ask everyone's least favorite character if there is one I mean I Mm -hmm. guess probably there are some of the Wolverine anime (laughs) yeah
1: I mean this is across all the (laughs) anime Decky.
3: So, Decky. Oh.
1: oh, good answer. Yeah.
3: Really, everything about him is just extraneous.
1: And offensive. Actively offensive. The, only thing, the <laughs> only thing
3: that I liked about him, the only thing I liked about him is when, and I said this on the finale episode for Wolverine, is that like he would tell somebody to kill Wolverine, mm-hmm. they would fail at it some man in black like agent smith dude would walk in the room and quietly whisper <laughs> sir we failed to kill logan please don't tell anybody and he would just scream you failed to kill logan again <laughs> Like, I just, <laughs> his complete inability to keep anything secret in any way whatsoever mm-hmm. was actually the only bit about it
0: that I liked. Yeah. Everything else, complete bullshit.
1: Also, his complete inability to understand he can't kill Logan was pretty funny. I like, know. Okay, but nobody
0: understood that. Shingen was also like, I bet I could cut off his head. This it's like, fucking what? wily coyote motherfucker. That is
1: why my answer has to be Mariko, the stupidest person in the <laughs> world. Actually, that's a that's an even
0: better answer. I, I sc- like screamed into the mic. I'm she, sorry. I mean, talk oh my about God. an unnecessary oh, character. She's an inanimate object. Yeah. I mean,
1: our our little bit about how she's a blow up doll. I've thought about it ever yeah. since. <laughs> it's it's so funny to me. I I mean, that's why she's
3: gasping because she's deflating. Yeah, yeah. She's deflating.
1: I mean, it's she's she's a sexist trope. It it was also funny it's because really it serves bad. to make Logan seem gayer, if anything, that she's nothing. <laughs> <laughs> and that they have no chemistry. And then the fact that she dies at the end as insult to injury to me. Like, Mariko is just... I think underserved in the original comics a lot, but in this anime, it's significantly worse. And it, it's just stupid to see.
3: And like, not only does she die, she dies for a stupid reason. They
0: all die for a stupid reason. Well, like, you
3: know, Yukio dying kind of sucked, but at least she got like, she got her revenge on... She at least died fighting Shingen. Oh, Yukio? Yeah. Mariko died being in the same room as someone with a gun. Like, that's <laughs> her only crime. And also,
1: Mariko, up to the end, was like, assuming she would marry Hideki. Like, she was like, it's better for me to die than be sorrowful my whole life. And it's like, why wh- was
0: Logan into Mariko? I'm screaming in the background. I'm sorry. I'm just like, <laughs> we know nothing about this character. It was never revealed on this show. Why did Logan like her?
3: You know what it is? That boat they were on? Yeah. She owns it, and he
0: loves boats.
1: Oh. <laughs> I really thought you were just going to say, the love boat, and not explain it any further.
0: She's actually just a mermaid, and she's magical. The love boat.
3: <laughs> Logan's popping his claws all over. <laughs> <laughs> all
1: oh right, so you guys, you guys
0: offer excellent options. Like, I... Yeah. I wasn't going to go Hideki, but Hideki is a great example of what queer coding can be in the most negative sense of the way. Like, it's not a Disney villain. He's just actually gross, you know?
3: And as you said on the show, Ryan, he was getting gayer every episode. Yeah, he was, but like in a bad way.
0: I was like, I was losing my mind because usually these queer coded characters I eventually, like I warm up to real fast because they're fun. And you kind of like... Well, yeah, you're like making them Marsh, evil, Mr. and Sinister. You're, make, you're making them gay because they're <laughs> yeah. evil. Like That's the only thing you see here. But this is like old school 1920s queer coding where it's like, because this person is a drag queen, they fuck children. It's like, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> that is the level of thought here. I also appreciate that Hideki's voice actor starts
3: like episode one and two, like, I'm Hideki. I have kind of a nasally, slightly higher pitched, but definitely still relatively normal voice. And then by episode ten he's just like, Jesus Logan, why are you still here? Where's that bitch Mariko? And then he like snaps open a fan and fans himself for something. I don't know. know,
0: I'm just not even gonna get into the voice actor on this one. That's like a whole other thing.
1: Yeah, so I (laughs) <laughs> that people Google who the voice actor is and then maybe understand why I cut out a part of the episode where we discovered who the voice actor for Hideki was.
0: <laughs> so, okay,
3: anyway. Todd
1: quietly Googling it in the background. I'm not
3: quietly Googling it. I'm literally yeah, Googling like, it right now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, you have- <laughs> thank you for, in my mind's eye, I'm that gif of a cat
1: yeah, using a keyboard.
3: Like- oh. Yeah, right. That's who it is. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so... <laughs>
1: everyone can enjoy googling who the voice actor is and scrolling down on their wikipedia and reading all the information about them and we're not (laughs) going to comment because this is a this is a podcast where we don't get sued back to you Ryan. oh my god he's
3: bad he's bad you don't have to read the wikipedia entry just take our word for it you really
1: don't but it is pretty funny that he voiced it yes i
0: know i mean it's like on brand anyway so I, it's, I find it hilarious that you guys chose Hideki and Amariko because my choice was actually Ko, who I thought was the most ah, annoying, okay, is, useless,
1: though. actual
0: piece of he his shit. He's like, so
1: horrible and like he just kills children for fun and then is like, why don't I get to run Magipore? And it's who like, am I even? I was invented for the show. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he's like, I'm so mad that I'm not sucking Shingen's d- Or whatever. If we- Juo's dick anymore? Yeah, Juo's dick. Duo. Yeah. Yeah. That whole fucking flashback sequence when Yuki is training as a child and he's yeah. like beating the shit out of her And he's like, you have to learn because I need to be the king of magic. Like, I don't like it's like very selfish. What a selfish character. Not say that Hideki wasn't. They were Mm -hmm. both selfish characters. They were kind of the same in a lot of ways. But it
1: is like, why did they create this character who didn't need to be there? Only and to give Min him motivation. he really know,
0: like, Convinces like a whole like fucking army of people to die for really no reason. Cause like then he dies and then is on his deathbed. He's like, everything I did is for nothing. Forgive me, Yukio. And Yukio gets us like, no,
1: <laughs> <laughs> but also she's right she's right to not forgive him and he's right that he did nothing and accomplished nothing because when we see magipore again in the blade anime it's still in ruins it still has no leader it's still a shit show also
0: he keeps claiming he's tricking logan which he's not he's telling logan what to do and then logan does it and then Logan's like he tricked me and like ko's like ha 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 my plan worked and i'm like <laughs> my plan is working i was like, like shut is
1: it though your plan to be annoying i
0: don't know every single time ko talked on that show i was like oh, I'm like, just shut up. I don't, I don't care about you at all, whoever you are. You know, honestly, I feel like he gaslit men.
1: Yeah, yeah, I agree. And
3: like her her reward for buying his bullshit was that she got Falcon punched off the stage. And I'm not, <laughs> thats not, like I'm just not okay with it. I actually feel bad for Min. Me too. I, mean, Me I too. legitimately feel like she, they could have done something interesting with her, but instead it was just like, oh, I'm a woman, it's time to die.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> I mean, she was really just a prop who symbolized what Yukio could have been. And we didn't need that because we already had those flashbacks for Yukio. Like Min literally didn't need to exist on the show at all. I mean, I just said no. that about there's and a lot of I, characters
0: on that that didn't need to exist
1: Yeah the show didn't need to exist But I,
3: I do think it's notable I was I was sitting there thinking like okay I don't want to pick on the Wolverine Enemy again like is
0: there a character from the X-Men anime that I
2: wouldn't want to I, see no. I'm like,
3: no I was actually pretty on board With pretty
0: much everyone on Even the show Even the freaking scientists that were just extra I felt like they actually served a purpose mm-hmm. Even Mastermind I thought was a uh, I mean, there was some, okay. So there were some problematic things with his queer coding as
3: well, yeah, but he, he got a little rapey at the end, for mm-hmm. lack of a better way to say it. But like, he was a
1: good villain, and yeah. he helped contribute to the larger plot in a way that was fun.
3: And also, it's satisfying to watch Takeo just like simply wipe him out of existence, which is exactly what happened. It, that was so good. <laughs> yeah,
1: it is satisfying.
0: Um. So next question is typically I ask what your favorite episode was of the. Whole TV show and your least favorite. I'm changing that. You don't even need to make it specific. I was going to say your favorite of X Men and Wolverine. You could just pick one. I I really i i think it shouldn't be your favorite episode. The anime works very differently because episodes Mm kind of continue merge into each other because that's how anime works. It's slow, so I'd say your sort of like favorite standout moment on the shows and sort of your least favorite moments on the shows
1: on both we're doing both separately so i need, so we need four answers i mean
0: you can do four answers if you want but if you really just want to talk x-men or wolverine i think that's fine because like i don't know i, I okay so let's try it for the wolverine anime was was there even a standout moment i guess like whenever kikia was there but like there's nothing <laughs> like in wolverine the anime that made me be like Wow, I really loved that scene.
3: Kikio Kikio just sliding across the ground like a sword wielding hovercraft. That was actually pretty good. Yeah, and I will always, I will always love the moment where Logan gets uppercutted by Vidaka and then sails by a completely unnoticing men and co Yeah, <laughs> it is pretty funny. That moment lives with me forever. Where he's just sailing by in the background. They didn't even turn to look, and it's, it's like, like twenty just minutes of hilarious goes, animation. It! <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm
1: gonna go ahead and say also that the part where Scott is in the Wolverine anime is the best part of that entire anime. That scene was really fun. It's not even an entire episode's worth of time in terms of the plot point that it is, and it makes no sense when you think about it, because, like, why didn't Scott continue helping them? Why didn't he drop them off in a more convenient place? But it, it just... In a vacuum, that scene is the best scene, and everything else there, other than Kikyo, shouldn't exist. <laughs> and that's what well, we easy can keep.
0: We can keep the initial D scene with Asano. Like, oh God!
2: <laughs> no <90 laughs>
0: fire. Since we're talking about our least favorites first, I'm gonna say that my least favorite of the two shows is that stupid end episode of the Wolverine anime that was so bad yeah, and so annoying where yeah. they kill absolutely everyone. There's Everybody. 15 minutes yeah. spent to Logan sexually m- grinding against Shingen in a pool. And yeah. then like... <laughs> then like I, I don't know I was like there was nothing rewarding about it and Logan just screams into the ocean at the end I, that is probably my least favorite of the two we'll come up with the positive episode after this I'm right, so just start well here. I said like, my
1: positive first I said Scott was my favorite part. oh
0: for Wolverine we're doing Wolverine, for Wolverine okay. yeah. of the Wolverine okay, anime yeah yeah, yeah I, 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 I guess if
1: I'm coming up with my least favorite part of the Wolverine anime I'm and cause you picked the finale I'll go with the Omega Red episode I think the second one <laughs> the second one is the worst of the two because it is literally uh-uh a rep a repeat note for note of the first Omega red appearance which also shouldn't happen but it's worse the second time because you're like why am i watching this again and also like him getting <laughs> teleported up into the aim helicopter whatever the fuck that was where they're like he needs to complete his mission and we're like what the fuck was his mission and we just never find out like that's <laughs> so <laughs> no. frustrating and poorly written poorly nothing paced. was exploited on that show at all i mean i i I don't know. Like at least the first time we saw Omega Red, we got to have the funny scene of Logan, like dropping the vial into a snowbank and then being like, I guess I'll just leave. That's fine,
0: right? <laughs> <laughs> Omega right still screaming at him as if he has it. And he's like, you saw it fall down the ravine, dude. It's gone. <laughs> and it's, it's like, gone. what do you
1: think he's carrying around like a massive tube for the next year <laughs> of his life? Like everywhere he goes, and you're going to be able to have him take it God, out of his pocket? That was like an
0: insane story.
1: It was so stupid. I And it also, again, didn't need to be there, but like not just in a... Oh Maddie hates this show way But like in a literal plot sense of like Why? Okay
0: wait hold on there is I was just thinking about this but there is one Episode of the Wolverine anime that I enjoyed And I I remember messaging you Yeah there was
1: one that you like gave a three to Right?
0: It was stupid but it was stupid In a way that I was having fun it was that One where they first Arrived in Madripoor and it's just like Logan in Devil May Cry Where it's like this scene is him fighting (laughs) 5,000 guys and then they go into this like Motorcycle race that's him dragging Around Mad the guys Max are laughing guys. crazily then there's like a statue chasing them and then people jump out of like the sewers I was laughing so hard like I was like this is just a video game I, little did I know that I would get the video game exhaustion after that because mm-hmm. I didn't realize there was been yeah. six more episodes of them walking upstairs but like I, at this point, that was incredible to me.
3: You guys took what would be my number one and number two answers for for least favorite parts of the Wolverine anime. So I'm gonna say I'm gonna say the entire episode of Logan and Yukio compete on American Gladiators. Uh, like, oh, the Hell whole, road, whole Hell Road episode. So bad. Just like,
1: so bad. where they're
3: in the old Atari Pitfall game yes. for some fucking reason, <laughs> yeah. and they
1: both get high <laughs> <with> powers. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Every every new every new level of the video game has a new evil tribe of gangsters, mm-hmm. and that they're all just like this is from These the have axe game. These have axes. These knit, and it's just like people throwing <laughs> mittens at you or whatever. I don't fucking know. Yeah. But
0: like that. Whole, this is the frying pan. That game. whole
3: obstacle course episode was so fucking insane. Yeah, it was so. <laughs> Wait, was so that your bad. least or favorite? I don't even know. <laughs> i actually think it's kind of both yeah like it's the dumbest thing on the show but in a weird way i kind of enjoyed it because it was the dumbest thing on the show this is
0: when you were like posting on social media that you were saying i'm saying like a video game too much or whatever i'm like i think you just got like the wolverine exhaustion okay so for people who don't know what he's talking about because you can't look on Sky
3: if you don't have a Sky account i mentioned on Sky that like and this is because I was watching Ahsoka. Yeah. I'm okay. like, I realized the past few years I have leveled like as a criticism, just like this video game ass TV show at a lot of shows. But
0: like they are though. But like the Wolverine
3: anime, 1000% video game-ass show, but, like, Ahsoka totally is. I I really liked Picard Season 3. Picard Season 3 is the most
0: amazing Mass Effect game. But... Like, that's how that I goes. mean, this isn't shocking to me because all the writers and producers on these shows have been playing video games their entire lives. Like, you know what I well, mean? Well,
3: and it's... It's kind of a chicken or
0: egg thing. Yeah.
3: Because when the game industry hires writers now, they specifically look for people with screenwriting experience.
0: But that's good, though, I think, personally. I think it helps. I mean, helps.
3: I don't know if it's good or bad, but it definitely means, like, you know, is TV becoming more video game-like or are video games becoming... More like TV. More TV-like yeah. or a little of both, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. yeah. But when we, when we say the Wolverine anime is video game-like, it's like you could literally... You could put, like, a little... UI over it that has Wolverine's health meter <laughs> and like how many <laughs> how many chakras you Yukio has left and it would not
0: be out of place. I would like. Lo- I think I would have loved the Wolverine anime more if it was a video game. Because <laughs> I <It laughs> yeah, just, just was a
1: video game. Me too. I think I would. Yeah, if it, thought it was, was great. like a
0: Devil May Cry level game, because I am recently replayed the original Devil May Cry, which is very short. It is a not a long game. Yeah, there's not a lot to and it. it. Like you really run around the same area for most of that. You're just like running from one end of the castle to the other, and then like sometimes you teleport somewhere else, but then teleport back to the castle. And I'm like. Yeah, that's like what this this anime is. Like, it's them taking a really long time to get to the middle of the island, you know? So, X-Men.
1: Yeah, now we have to pick best and worst. Picking worst is really hard, because I'm like, I actually really like I don't all. think there
0: is a worst. I don't think there was anything that I was bored by. I think
3: it's the finale. And not because the finale's bad, but it really feels like one of the weaker episodes of the uh, show. I agree with that. In a weird way. Mm-hmm.
1: Just because they have to wrap everything up so fast and, like, Takeo dies and you barely know who he is? Well, I think it's
3: also because, like, things wrap up, but, like, nothing really happens.
1: And the
3: the X-Men make some confusing decisions, right? Where Emma's just like... Charles is distracting Takeo. I wonder if we can get through to him. And Scott's just like, we could just kill him. And and then all the X-Men attack him and get their asses beat because Takeo controls reality. Yeah. Yeah, And
0: Emma, and to her
3: credit, Emma's like, Jesus fucking Christ, Scott, what did I just say?
0: (laughs) See, this is so funny. I feel like they're you're right. Like, you kind of have to pick the weakest one, but that was still good to watch. And then when you're like, what's your favorite episode? I can't even think of one because they're like, kind of all blend to me as like a really good story. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I, I mean? mean, we
1: gave five out of fives to almost every single one of these episodes. I'm, I'm looking yeah. at the list.
0: It's so funny. We give five out of fives to every single X-Men episode and then one out of five to every Wolverine episode. I
1: know, with like a couple exceptions that were fours in the X-Men anime and a couple exceptions that were like twos in the Wolverine anime. It's like, okay, it's completely backwards.
0: It's like so wild like how they were so different i know we were so hopeful that the wolverine anime would be good after watching x-men
1: or at least fun i would have been fine with it if it wasn't as good as the x-men anime
3: i think if i had to pick a favorite out of the i actually would pick one of the episodes that i was on the show for there were a lot of those the one right (gasps) there were three of them yeah the the one that (sighs) so many (laughs) three, (laughs) three total okay to be fair three out of 12 is a quarter of the show i was here for a quarter of the show uh It's the episode right after the Blackbird gets pulled down into the mountains by the diamond-cum monster that we now know as K.O., And then they (laughs) trek out to Yui's absolutely not-at-all-suspicious cabin in the woods in the middle of fucking nowhere. It's the episode after that where, like... It's Beast and Aurora and Logan go out to check on the Blackbird, and they have their encounter with Martian Rat, which is just a deeply funny fight scene on every level. Where like there's an avalanche happens, and all they they just seem annoyed.
0: There's like a snowball coming out, Logan, and Logan's yeah. like, "I'll punch a snowball. I'll yeah. punch fifty snowballs.
3: It's so good. Bring it on." But like that's happening at the same time that everyone else is back at Yui Sasaki's cabin of suspicion and Hisako is just like my hand hurts that's so weird why is there nobody here why can't I remember my childhood friend and Yui's just like that's not at all strange maybe you're just drunk and then she just
2: (laughs) leaves the room (laughs) it's the episode where Yui
3: has the world's most suspicious Skype call with Xavier where she's just like come get your kids and fucking lose my number like so many funny things happened on that episode it's good
1: it's called Betrayal Shotguns Episode 7, which I feel like is just a little over halfway through, so it's like Perfect for things to be coming to a head, and you're like, "What the fuck is happening on this freaking yeah. show?" We just—it
0: was like, just, it was like at the the start of the uh, the tip of the iceberg, really. We like, yeah. we, the further you went of the down into the
1: iceberg. basement, the bigger
0: it got. You know,
1: <laughs> it's also the episode that ends with Yui being attacked by something that we don't know what it is. Like a snake on the ceiling. On that the was ceiling. that was
3: Maddie's that was Maddie's evaluation of the yep. show. There's a snake on the ceiling. <laughs> we
0: couldn't figure out what it was, and we just kept on screaming and random things we until we finally saw it. Oh
3: my god! And the reality was so much worse. It was like her lab assistant turned into a weird spider scorpion thing. Yeah, yeah
1: it was so much sadder than I ever could and have. She's like, "Oh, you! I can't believe I did this. Uh, so,
2: <laughs> it's
3: all over my face.
0: <laughs> my favorite episode was the one directly after the one at the end of the episode where Emma sees Mastermind because she's coming out of her diamond form and sees that's who it really is. And then the episode after that is Emma following Mastermind through, <laughs> yeah 25 there's like a five minute sequence of her following him through elevators secret doors secret hallways extra rooms and like then eventually he gets this big door and he like didn't hear her high heels clicking after him the whole way and it's like he reveals his crazy evil plan And Emma just, like, kicks him in the face. Incredible.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that's episode nine. Revelations from behind the scenes. Yeah. I
3: loved all that. And nine is, like, the beginning of the toboggan ride all the way to the (laughs) end of our our, our journey through Yui Sasaki's bullshit life.
1: (laughs) It's so, so good. Oh, my God. I'm trying to remember which is the episode where Beast, like, has Yui in that room where he's like, you don't get to leave anymore. Like- oh, no,
0: it's the, it's the one right after that, because they all go downstairs to meet Emma, because Emma calls them okay, up. Okay, I'm is pretty like- sure
3: we just picked episode seven, episode eight, and episode
2: nine. <laughs> I think you're
1: right. I think the one I'm talking about is actually episode eight, so it's the one right before that. Yeah. Beast vaccinates Rico while questioning Yui. Uh, yeah, that episode is <laughs> we, so good. You did a part where, like... where like, Beast is like, just, like, answer a question, and she's like, I'm so yeah. overwhelmed right now. Like, what even is I'm question? tired, I need to go to bed. I was I'm, like... like, super tired, and, like, I don't know how to read. And, <laughs> and Beast is just like, oh, my God, bitch. What is this vial that I'm holding? That's
3: also the episode where Scott and Logan are in the kids' room, right?
1: Yes, yes. Oh, yeah. And they're like questioning yeah. him yeah that 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 part is very sad
3: logan's just like uh maybe we should turn around and leave right now <laughs> yeah. this seems suspicious i don't know what's happening oh i was gonna Spin. say this is when the same episode a okay so i actually
0: think this is not the same episode i think it's the one after one that i really liked where emma calls up to the x-men to come down and describes this secret door they found she's like yeah i went through all these like secret entrances and this is where i am and dr sasaki screams oh, no not there and beast is like what the <laughs> fuck are you Saying she Look. goes, she's like, I can't, I can't even describe it. She they can't go in, but it's nothing suspicious. Yeah, she's
1: like, I, there's just a door, it's nothing, it's, it's just a
0: door holding my child that's powering my house, anyway. Oh my god, I do think it's funny because Emma's just like, I can describe
3: it, I'm literally right here. Yeah. <laughs>
1: She's like yeah It's a huge vault door It looks like Whatever is inside of it Is powering Yui Sasaki's house For some reason And 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 dude That
0: that moment is just so good But she just suddenly screams No not there And Beast just turns And glares at her And it's like He doesn't even say anything He's like What the fuck Like that face he gives So good So good Oh my god Love Beast
1: It's so good It's amazing What an amazing show
3: Honorable mention To the episode Where they bring Hisako's Friend back. Oh, her and old girlfriend? His and, her Hisako and her girlfriend are cooking, and they're like, should we add more milk? <laughs> yes,
2: that part is really
1: cute, because they're talking about how Beast is a huge cat, and yeah, they're Beast like, what are we cat. making? Yeah. Oh
0: yeah. my god, I love it. All right, so what a good if show. there was a season two of either of these shows, what would you have liked to see?
1: Mister Sinister on the X Men anime. Actually, he think
0: he'd be so good for the X Men anime, right? I feel
1: like he should be the B villain, yeah, and Magneto would be the main one because that's like the continuation is Magneto has escaped from prison. So there'd be like some type of main plot line with him.
0: I feel like the main villain would have to be Mr. Sinister, but they think it's Magneto and the Magneto ends up working with them Mm -hmm. to stop Mr. Sinister.
3: Yeah,
1: that'd be fun.
0: Who would be incredible in an anime? I would like to see Mr. Sinister because
3: I feel like he's their second chance to get right what went wrong with Mastermind. Mm. Yeah. Don't Mm -hmm. get me wrong. I like Mastermind for all the reasons that you guys said. It's just like towards the end... The balance started to tip a little bit yep. but it didn't it didn't become a big deal because as soon <laughs> as soon as he started to like go really into the deep end Takeo just disintegrated him yeah. right so it stopped yeah. being an issue but
1: I mean Mr. sinister being a fun campy villain I feel like at this point, in political history it's possible to do that and have it be fun but if it yeah. had been made in like 2012, in 2012 it, it would have been like
0: it would have would been be like weird yeah. yeah
1: but it's been 12 years since this came out so lots changed and, and now
0: all lgbtq rights issues have been resolved since that's then. right all
1: around the world everything's so it perfect would be-
0: just like barbie where feminism has been <laughs> solved across that's the true. entire universe everything's fine that's right i want to say I, for the x-men anime I think the Phalanx Covenant would look really fucking cool as an anime. I think that would be really mm-hmm. weird. And they could do a lot of shit with, like, the techno-organic virus just, like, consuming people and Tokyo. I, I feel like that would be really cool. And you could have Mr. Sinister on that. If you did sort of, like, a take based off the animated series where they had the X-Men working with Mr. Sinister. Mm-hmm. Which in the end in that show that was hilarious he just like that, that was so funny was like so when funny. they're like what happened to mr sinister they're like we don't know jean, jean literally sees mr sinister running into an alley and she goes i don't know scott Like, <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: so good, so
1: good. But yeah. yeah
0: i don't know like is there any other characters like i think magic would look really fucking cool in the x Men yeah. anime i think she would be excellent for that i
1: would love to see pietro and wanda wanda Yeah, that'd be great.
0: I think it would be cool to do
3: an Academy X season. Yeah, I could see that. Because that was when they brought in, like, Dust Mm -hmm. and Santo and Animal. And And Hisako's
0: already there, kind of, so... Yeah, and so she could be, like, the the senior student Mm -hmm. or whatever. I mean, there's there's been a lot of different incarnations of... I think Academy X like they Cause they had a lot of different characters on the show. That also had Laura. So you would have Laura and, and Surge. I thought it was weird that they didn't have Surge on this show.
3: Didn't have Surge on that show. Yeah.
0: yeah. I mean, it made sense that they had Hisaku. I'm not saying that was wrong, but like, it'd be really cool if they had Surge because I love her.
1: I guess they only had so many characters they could include in the first season. And they included, like, the U-Men. Like, they included a lot of random people who die at the beginning. I
0: mean, uh, to be real, if there was a season two, we're going to have a bunch of other random characters that don't exist.
1: Yeah. I kind of hope they
3: wouldn't do that, though, because I think one of the best things about the X-Men anime was that the cast was actually pretty small. Yeah, Yeah.
1: I agree. I mean, the core X-Men cast was pretty small. And that way, there could be enough time to develop different enemies. Yeah,
0: That's why I'm saying, like, you'd have to add, like, one character character like next season Magneto is there somewhere but also like magic's on the team you know like
3: you could do you could do a second season that's about a whole different team
0: I don't think they would do that in the anime though because anime is really anime really likes having their five main characters that exist in like 25 seasons and there's a bunch of other characters that come in and out repeatedly, but then they go off and have their own journey that sometimes they get a spinoff about, you know, like I don't think it would, I think it would have to be the five of them plus like a new character. You know, like how Slayers always has like a random new extra main character per season and then they're not there. Like, yeah, Filio was there for like one season and then you never see her again you know like that kind of stuff or martina that kind of thing it would be something like that so maddie and ryan are much bigger comics readers
3: than i are i tend to read things like in graphic novel form when they're compilations six six months to a year after they've already run that's
0: where we're at too you're not alone
1: it's easier
3: from how you two have described it i think an ex terminators anime would be really funny okay
0: that would just (laughs) be incredible i mean It would have to be a full-on comedy in total camp. Just, like, a complete gem in the holograms situation. That should
1: be, like, a movie. It
0: will never happen. But, like, if there was, like, an X-Terminators animated film of any kind that was, like, rated R or whatever, because it Mm -hmm. would have to be. Like
1: Hulk versus, but actually good. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. I
0: would fucking love that. Okay, so one of the things that I really admire about DC right now is that They are making a whole bunch of shows that are like well,
1: they have the Harley Quinn show for one, which is rated R. Basically, well, that's gonna say
0: like we've had things like Justice League Unlimited and Batman the Animated Series, which are very much adult shows, but children can also watch them. But now they've got like Harley Quinn, which
1: kids cannot watch. No, but it's
0: they're (laughs) it's wildly successful that they're willing to do sort of these. uh, There's a bunch of Batman films that are also not for children. It's like there's a lot of swearing and graphic violence in there that. I just think Young Justice is doing that. Like Justice has like sex scenes and like people blowing up and blood going everywhere. I don't know. I think it's really cool that they're doing that. I wish Marvel would uh, do that but I feel like oh I know, I know, but I feel like Marvel's so afraid to do that <laughs> because they're like, what about the general audience? And it's like, well, forks for DC when they have nothing else going for them. I'm sure you can manage it. And Exterminators would be great. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that's my rant.
1: I agree. No, no more Wolverine anime. Thank you very much.
0: I think if they were going to do a season two, it's going to be Silver Samurai. I think that's the only way that would have to go.
1: I don't want it. Oh. okay i
3: would actually watch the second season that's just the wolverine kikio buddy cop show though
0: like yeah. that would be a better season
3: i mean
1: i guess that, that's a good point all the women would be dead and then so. they kiss in front of the moon i was gonna say well i'm like okay as long as the second season
3: involves no women because they would inevitably be f- furniture that dies mm-hmm. yeah. which i don't want yeah
1: sure I, I mean they've killed them all so it's like what are who, who would even be in season two <laughs> everyone's
3: dead I, I love how this is turned into like the opposite of why the last man so here's the Wolverine (laughs) anime season 2 every woman everywhere has been fridged (laughs)
0: it's just men now sorry men now you have to fuck each other so many
3: women died to promote men's pain that all the women are literally gone now (laughs) (laughs) but maybe
1: now men can finally figure out how to be happy I don't know
0: okay this is just crazy to me because as far as I know it's like all the women are dead and then there's just like Wolverine and Kiku like all the men will eventually die of old age and then it's just the two of them living in like the world by themselves at the end of futurama you know so (coughs) a couple more questions then we're done um what other marvel comics would you like to see in the anime format now this is a question that maddie kind of asked a little bit like sort of like if we made anime now. Yeah, I
1: feel like we've we've answered some of these in listener mails over the yeah. years. Like, what, what do we want to see adapted? And I know you've said Phalanx Covenant before, for example. Well,
0: sure, but not as an anime. I, but, like, what would be, like, a really fun anime to watch? Because we only got, like, these four animes. Young Avengers. Mm. Young Avengers. Yeah, that's, yeah.
1: that's a very tall I think that answer. would be
0: pretty
3: cool.
1: But
0: can it be, like, a goofy kids anime a little bit, but with, like, serious moments?
1: Like Young Justice?
0: <laughs> no, I was thinking, like... I don't know what what the fuck is popular now. What 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 are the youngins watch in the anime
3: world? Mm,
1: Legend of Korra. It's not popular now, but I think that's maybe what you're picturing.
3: Okay a young a young Avengers show that's got kind of like a Korra vibe. I'm into that. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, that would be actually I really could see neat. See that working. And they have to figure out what Doctor Sasaki is doing in this world. I don't know. In this in this season, Doctor Sasaki is back. <laughs> is she good or is she evil? We're not sure. This season, Doctor Sasaki is selling
2: NFTs. <laughs> Oh and tell
3: you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh uh okay, God. this is gonna be hilarious, but I think like as a goofy over the top anime, Squirrel Girl.
1: Yeah. Because- oh yeah,
0: no. She would have a really fun kind of goofy. I want to see Squirrel
3: Girl get Isekai'd. Right, like <laughs> she. I want to see Squirrel Girl get like teleported to feudal Japan and oh she like god, becomes yes! a samurai or some shit. I would love that would that. be an incredible show. That's the
0: kind of shit that would happen. Uh, oh my god, that would I would be love so that. Good, like so that would much. Be nuts. I would love to uh, th- nuts. <laughs> I would watch that show though. I would watch the shit out of that show. I'm trying to think of like what other. Avengers characters because I mean like we already have the X-Men animes and they've done Blade and Iron Man Mm -hmm. I have I have mixed feelings about Kate Leth okay now
3: as
1: a writer
0: yeah well no as a person
3: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I I found out like after I started reading Patsy Walker aka Hellcat I found out some weird shit about her that I was like "Mm, okay suspicious but like
1: Patsy Walker aka Hellcat though back in the day yeah I I
3: was thinking that would be like a cool slice of life anime right where it's like yeah there everyone has superpowers, but also she's just like, I run a temp agency <laughs> yeah. right like where where mutants and people with powers like basically are your uber driver like that that could be a cool slice of life show Patsy Walker Patsy Walker opens up a temp agency for superpower people in Japan that would be funny mm-hmm.
0: I'm trying to think of if it would be like a good Slayers esque show you could do where like all the magical characters come together like. <laughs> like like you have Ooh, like, like dr strange magic kind of like so you're looking at a uh, midnight suns those characters not all those characters but mm-hmm. like i would see like dr well, strange like some of magic yeah. blade dr strange iliana billy yeah wanda yeah you're gonna throw but in they have wanda? To be, but i want to see it as sort of like the comedy that slayers is where it's like these really over the top versions of themselves so it's gonna be like Magic is just so much goth and so much like, I'm crazy with the capital. Coray! Like all the time <laughs> in the team. And like, she's like, let's kill them. And it's like, no, no, no. And like you need like that one character that's gonna be like really sort of annoyed with everyone else, which I think would have to be Blade. No, Blade's the Zell goddess. Let's be real.
1: Yeah, that'd be really fun if they were all fighting against some magical threat that no other superheroes could handle, and they all had to work together.
0: Can can Wiccan be Lena?
1: (laughs) (laughs) I feel like that's kind of his vibe. Wiccan is the protagonist. That'd be fun to see. Honestly, like oh
0: my god, I don't know who's the Naga to Wiccan. Oh my god, I want
3: um I want a magical girl show. Like, okay, this is going to sound dumb. That's kind of what Avengers Disc Wars is. Right. Oh, right. A but, bit. Yeah. There's transformation sequences and everything. And also, like, the transformation sequence music on that show is actually really good. I like it. Sorry. Just throwing okay. that out there. I
1: haven't seen it, so I have no opinion.
3: It would be cool to have a show where, like, five normal Japanese teenagers just, like, transform into the X-Men as, like, their their magical girl transformation. Oh They're my god, like... but
0: can, like, the spirits of the X-Men, like, talk to them and be like... Yes! I'm... No, that would
3: be okay. incredible! I would love oh, that! Like the,
1: the X-Men all get put into magical rings or something by some weird god, and then these <laughs> teenagers find them and...
3: Okay, look, at the end of the X-Men anime, Scott gives a necklace, i.e. his wife, <laughs> to Hisako. So... So the spirit of the phoenix is alive X-Men living in jewelry. inside okay. of that
1: necklace and Hisako suddenly is capable of turning into that and then turning into Jean Grey. Four other teenagers like who also have mutant powers.
3: Xavier's floating holographic head is like, I need to recruit five mutant teenagers with attitude.
1: <laughs> that would be- yes.
3: Um, oh my god. That would
1: be really fun. And really I love this
3: show we're creating right now. I do Please too. call us Marvel. I know you listen. Yep. You can have these ideas for free. So,
1: Rai, what's, what's the last question?
0: Um, the final question is, who was the gayest of each anime and should Kikyo join the Marvel Comics and, and or get his own off show
1: we've already answered the second one with a resounding okay. yes we've already answered that second one. I just part. want to bring
0: Kikyo
3: who is
1: the gayest it's Kikyo um, no just kidding I don't know if I actually All right.
3: think I- that <laughs> Thank you for who's that Pokemon. Who's the gayest? Kikio! It's challenging
0: to even fucking
1: guess <laughs> <wing>.
0: who, the, <laughs> who the fucking gayest character is in the Wolverine anime because it's like they're all gay. I know. That was a
1: gay like show. I almost feel like maybe the answer is Yukio. I think it's like Kiki, Kikio is the gayest
3: parentheses positive and Hideki is the gayest parentheses negative. <laughs> <laughs> they're both, they're like two, they're like the ends of one linear gay dancing king Spectrum, right? Like, mm-hmm. They are the, they the gay poles, yeah,
1: on the X Men anime.
0: Mastermind.
1: I was gonna say Mastermind, but I feel like Marsh might. Oh,
2: Marsh, Marsh yeah. is like
0: literally come? I think it's Marsh. Marsh think, is like.
1: I think I think it's Marsh.
0: everybody. I'm Marsh. I'm gonna. Ooze. I mean, okay,
1: we can do the positive and negative again. Where I feel like Marsh is positive, <laughs> Mastermind <laughs> is negative. But I actually kind of like Mastermind more than Hideki I like and.
0: Mastermind being like, "I love the heels that you wear. Where did you buy them?" Like,
1: yeah, yeah it's I, like really when funny when
0: Mastermind's like. Like, gay shit is being funny.
3: Like, making comments about Emma's outfit. Yeah. Right?
2: That's great. That's
3: great. I just get a little weirded out when he's just like, oh, I didn't know you were such a dumb bitch, Emma. (laughs) 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 I'm like... I'm less fond well, of this. Well, I
1: mean more just his his manipulation of Takeo, who's a young boy, is mainly just the it part just that I'm like. also
3: oh. red is like vaguely sexual yep. and I'm like, don't no. Ugh. I that's I the part like where that it either. starts
1: getting upsetting. Cause,
3: yeah. He's he's had enough on his plate lifetime wise that's his mother. <laughs> <guess it's-> mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm, <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. He, he's had enough. Yeah, Please those leave are the kid alone Definitely the most overtly queer characters Although I feel like there were U-Men early on That we saw that way I just can't remember them all anymore And they and all Nobody died. cares
0: about the you men that's why
3: A Shout out to like Bara Logan in the X-Men yeah. anime though
1: too And Bara Beast and Bara Logan really I mean they're adorable together Oh
0: my god, I remember when they fucking Neuron showed up guys And like Neuron yes. like, put mm-hmm. Logan and Beast on the ground And they bent over on all fours doggy style And just groaned and were <laughs> like It's so much, it started sweating. Wedding. Well, and the way
3: out of it was that Logan turning to Beast and, like, get me hard. Yeah, Logan, like he's like, I'm hibby. sorry. And Logan's <laughs> like, no, if I get a rage boner, I can get us out of this. That, that was is how an that incredible goes down. scene. That was pretty gay. Yep. Not lie, it was
1: pretty gay. It oh my god,
0: that show—pretty good. I, I agree with Matt that I like Yukio being like the answer you want to go with, where it's like, yeah, she's just I mean, actually gay in here. Yeah,
1: she's just a <laughs> gay person who's there. I mean, it's not like it's coded that way; it's just like there. But I—I I mean, what Kikyo, about Shingen
0: and Juo and
3: Co? Uh, oh, I hate
1: all of them. They're not even I, developed no, what enough. A, what an
3: unhealthy relationship dynamic! I don't want to support
0: that. I'm just chewing a shout yeah. out saying they were gay. <laughs>
1: well, I mean, they are. They certainly are. I, I'm not denying it. I just, and it's certainly homoerotic to have, like, no women on Madripoor, seemingly, without them being <laughs> murdered instantaneously. <laughs> I mean, I, I do feel like that is part of what the, makes the show so much more overtly homoerotic, is just the lack of, of wives and girlfriends in the, in the mix, and Mariko being totally depowered, like, plot-wise. And then Yukio
0: just being a lesbian? Yeah,
1: and is a lesbian, obviously. And it's so it does make everything seem really charged in terms of like how these men are all fighting over something that is not even clear like what is madripoor really other than a symbol of the closet they can't come out of i i don't know i I just really hate those three guys so much that i'm just like it's not even really a plot line like even describing it as erotically charged is like giving it too much credit in a way do you know what i mean like i'm like it's there's almost nothing there and we just had to say that to come up with jokes to tell because we're like so bored.
3: <laughs> I, yeah, accurate.
1: Yeah. The I'm I like, just, like, oh so just
3: like, oh, my God, this Ko-Shingen thing is so fucking boring. And I had him just like, wait a minute. What if, their if Shingen is, stole, yeah, I know, stole right? the dick <laughs> that Ko was getting? <laughs> and then Ko is just like, girl, give him my man back. And then they try to yep. kill him.
0: And then it she makes gets real. Well, at least there's always Kikio and Logan to fuck each other to fill at in. At the
1: end, that's what happens. Literally the end that's of that show ends. was
0: them surviving and like fucking underneath the moonlight.
1: Yep. That's how the, it ended. The end
0: of Evangelion
3: ass ending. Everyone else on the planet is dead. Only only Logan and Kikio and the moon are
0: left.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and the moon.
2: <laughs> can't can't it's forget like the,
0: the moon. moon and it like turns around still has that scary face. Yep fucking skull kids dancing around the background on magic so,
1: so did we do it is this is this our episode have yeah. we completed our journey through the marvel anime yeah yeah we, we did we'll it. come back
0: to disc wars at some point we will. we'll
1: do we some did type it. Of episode on disc wars <laughs> <laughs> oh my god always that's our new theme song ring my bell uh yeah maddie we're doing a,
0: a cover of ring my bell
1: bars by will smith um Mutantages.com. I'm just gonna go into the plugs because we're gonna I'm be sorry. here all day if I
3: don't. She did not answer my right question. <laughs> I
1: was like, hey, I you cover of that
3: Maddie." utterly I'm not ignores going to. it just Never. instantly
1: <laughs> I mean in part that was because I was already about to say that as Ryan was asking the question so I like didn't even really hear it because I was already <laughs> talking because that's how I operate I don't listen
3: Ryan's question goes flying by in the background having well just I mean that's a lot of Vidaka. things Maddie's just my questions are by. going by on the
0: same roller skates that I use Todd cool. you're so lucky there's... because every single time you're on the show Pluggy's not here and he still can't get in because I shut the windows today so so you have yeah not also yet we haven't had pluggy. pluggy here
1: in a while thank fucking god um because
0: the windows have been the shut
1: The at gmail.com is our email address we also have a discord server invite in link that you can man. click on and we have a voicemail inbox which is 1508-319-1668 We've got a P.O. Box uh, that? that we check rarely. Uh, it's Ew, P.O. Box like, 3344 in Natick, Massachusetts 01760. <laughs> I'm sorry. And my my, and mental, mental, image, my, my media.
3: mental image of this right now is that Maddie <laughs> is at the newscaster desk trying her damnedest <laughs> to read off the teleprompter and Ryan is just doing backflips behind her and like drawing on the weather map and juggling and shit and Maddie's like, that, attempting okay, to keep a completely
0: on. straight face just like Todd you know, honestly, this is not far from what it was like in the bridal suite when Maddie's like trying
3: to get ready oh and I'm like God. jumping. But I was like around. trying to get
1: ready and Ryan was like screaming and stomp dancing around this tiny room. I was like kicking the on air five... multiple times. <laughs> I, mean, I had like three like cups can, of coffee can and can I said, I need room.
0: another coffee, and Katie's like, I am going to murder you. Yeah, <laughs> Ryan was like <laughs>
1: Ryan's getting back into caffeine and claims it quote doesn't affect him that much. And honestly, like that day I was like, Ryan. And then- <laughs> (laughs) He just
3: instantly turns into Fry from that episode of Futurama.
1: Yeah, it
3: was the wedding's like going in slow motion. He's like pushing okay, wait, something out of the way. Hilariously,
0: here. like I put on the roller skates, so I was zipping around the wedding. At the end, we're of we're all sure. over
1: social media. We're the Mutant Ages everywhere. I'm at Mitty Myers everywhere. I really don't even go on Twitter anymore, though. So please don't follow me there. Um, I'm not. I mean, posting. You can follow us then. I mean, you can, but I'm not posting there anymore. So
0: I'm like posting like once a week. It's pretty. I keep bad. Forgetting- guys. Honestly, like so, I'm on. I'm on everything, but I I've gotten really into starting to use Instagram a lot more. Oh, cool. Cool. all right because so
1: there you go I think follow Ryan and stuff oh
0: I'm on blue Sky also me
1: too that's and mainly post I mean you I,
0: I I don't know it's just like Twitter's dead not what it was instead it, it's, it's not dead a lot of people still use Twitter and if
1: you want to join blue Sky I have four invites stacked up and I've been giving them out in the the, um, the mutant ages Discord so if you'd like to join and follow me and, and Ryan and Todd on there because we do post there then just like hit one hit, of us, hit us up, up I guess. Hit us up in the Discord and I'll, I'll absolutely give you an invite it's a pretty yeah small social media platform right now because it's in beta and has been for like a year
0: right now i i keep saying this but it really has live journal very old school live journal era vibes and i'm loving it Mm -hmm. it's
3: kind of great yeah i don't. i was gonna say i had blue sky invites but i don't anymore because i well you
1: might by the time this comes out that's true every two weeks you get one
3: (laughs) okay so if you want to follow me on Blue Sky, which is really, other than Facebook, the only place I post anymore. And I don't really post on Facebook either. Um, I just changed my at there last night. To- I actually
1: appreciated this because I always forget your at. So you change yeah. it to something that is your actual name.
3: <laughs> it is just my actual, it's just at Fox Harper now. That's me. Well, at least
1: we can find yeah. you. <laughs> Appreciate but I don't
3: have any invites because I had, I had five. Coworkers took four of them when I offered them. And then I used a fifth one to um the only place i posted i i have my twitter accounts i haven't deleted them yet but i haven't posted there in months except for locked horny twitter but i made a lot uh well you can't lock blue skies but i made a horny anonymous blue skies and that's where my last invite code
0: went
1: oh boy oh, <laughs>
0: will this make boy. it into the show who
3: knows you know i
1: always
0: ask i was like todd do you want this in here and he goes yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i'm like yeah. okay
3: i don't I don't care. Look, 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 if any of your listeners are like, I need to see Todd's dick so bad, I'm going to track him down and ask him what the name of that account is. (laughs) I can't say I'm going to reward you, but like, I'll at least applaud the effort. You could try. Mm -hmm.
1: He'll, yes. he'll take the compliment yeah. um, so also patreon.com slash the mutant ages is where we have bonus content we have outtakes sometimes we have like really short little episode outtakes and sometimes they're really long ones where we like talk about a show or a TV and then show we also
0: post bonus podcasts. Yeah. we recently did secret invasion it was Maddie wasn't there but Todd and I just were like Shitting
1: this show it. sucked <laughs> yeah worth listening <laughs> to for sure it's
0: where we weigh in on the chipmunks
1: Ryan can you just say Soren B and Samuel B's name so that I can go <laughs> (laughs) you just did
0: (laughs) (laughs) shout out to samuel b and soren b for being our top tier patreon supporters thank you we appreciate you you got a shout out from both of us today
1: yeah we love you and if you can't afford to support the show on our patreon i mean you're missing out for one thing but also please consider writing a review of the show or sharing it with your friends on your personal social media we appreciate it it's how people find us and hear about how they're wrong about Logan, a movie everyone loves.
3: Also, we feed on
0: your emotions like psychic vampires.
1: Mm-hmm. That's what the Blade anime is about.
0: Like, are we the psychic vampires from what we do in the shadows, though? Or where we just sit there and we list off a bunch of boring facts until people fall asleep?
1: No. I'm nothing like that guy.
0: <laughs> what? But that
1: character is hilarious. I, mean, I was thinking really Celine,
3: good. but okay.
0: <laughs> oh, Celine's a good one. Yeah.
3: yeah.
1: Oh, Celine needs to be on the Magical Girl show. Celine so, is Celine the villain of the Magical Girl X Men show that we oh, invented? Oh,
3: absolutely! Absolutely does. Amazing. From Perfect. the ancient kingdom of Nova Roma,
0: so Amara must be one of the magical girls.
1: <gasps> oh, I love that! Oh my god! Aw. yes.
0: Is Amara? No, Amara can't be like the Amelia though, because no. she's not quite that chipper so i don't think there's anybody in the x-men that's like on par with amelia who's like
1: just believe in love everyone i
0: mean you know squirrel girl kind of <laughs>
3: but, but she's not a wizard <laughs> so
1: i feel like she's not gonna be on that show.
3: i don't want squirrel Girl. okay <laughs> amelia is actually a rather powerful sorceress and i kind of like don't want squirrel girl to have giant fireball throwing ability like
0: i just okay. don't I, okay that's hilarious i think you're right but going back to that original question why didn't they do the new run of excalibur as the slayer show because that is literally perfect
1: i mean right? yeah because it's, it's got in magic like the on merlin it. world all right we'll see you next time
0: see you next time